0: We're not making fun of Noah today. Should we be making fun I know. of Noah when we started? We,
1: we should make fun of Noah. I can't think of anything. Okay. We could retell your story as though it was Noah. Oh, man. Hello. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> immediately just like, words? What? Um, all right. I think it's working. Awesome. Um. I just want to talk about the bugs, because I had three bugs in here today, and it was driving me up all. I had a horsefly that was dive-bombing me when I was trying to get stuff set up today. So, um, hey, we're uh, we're doing podcast number two, so welcome. We're excited to have you guys here. Uh, thanks for jumping in with us. Um, we are going to have just some conversation about uh, things that have been on my heart and Kellen's heart over the last week but then also we want to hear about what's going on in your lives and questions you have or uh, things that you want to talk about and so feel free to post in the comment section uh, down below and um, let us know what you've been thinking about and what you've been praying about Um, so uh, but yeah I mean it's just a chance to have a conversation and and a chance for um, kind of have more people part of it in this time when we are all a little bit further apart than usual. So, hey Kathy, hey Dan, good to see you guys. Your wife says hi. You gonna say hi?
0: Hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. So it has been. Is the neighbor mowing? The neighbor is mowing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Uh I
1: don't know if you can hear it but apparently my neighbor just right now decided to start mowing. Can so you, can you uh, hear if it? you can hear it I'm sorry about that but if you uh if you can't <laughs> Literally then it'll mowing. just annoy us. Oh, uh, hey Barb, good to see you too. Uh well I guess we can't see you but I'm glad that you are here <laughs> with Dan as well. Oh man. Um but yeah, <laughs> it is uh that's going to be so distracting awesome. all right we're live <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take long um okay. so Can you, hear it? you can't uh, hear it okay okay cool. do you want to post something about uh just a pinned comment about people feel free to to post um thoughts or questions or be part of the conversation because um, we do want it to be more than just kellen and i talking we'd love to have uh you guys jump in as well hey jackie and, um, so we, we, this, we, this week, um, we're still in social isolation, um, and it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to be ending soon. Um, Boise just, uh, called off school for the year, mm-hmm. which my kids were bummed about. How'd your kids handle that?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're bummed, you know, um, I think, <laughs> I think, you know, what's weird is like, I, I think we as parents are more bummed for them than they are. I, I think at this point, they're kind of already sick of each other and they're only one yeah. month in and now they've got, what, three, four months of summer break minimum. Oh, You know, that's gosh. if we start school on time. Yeah. Uh, so we're one month in and they're already, I mean, they go they go in spurts. Let's be real. They go in spurts. For the most yeah, part, our kids are good. Um, Today wasn't too bad. Actually, today was pretty good. Uh there was a moment though this morning where my wife was on the phone with a customer and uh we 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 tell Noah to take the girls out for recess. Right? Okay, yeah. Um so they get outside, they burn off some energy, they ride their bikes, you know, hopscotch, jump rope, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um for whatever reason today they were just watching TV and it was like eleven o'clock and so told them to go outside. Well, Noah has like all these stipulations on recess apparently. <laughs> so there's like, you can only ride your bike so many times and it has to be in such an order. And there's only so much chalk drawing you can do and all that good stuff. Oh my gosh. So like he limits what they can do on recess. And I, and so, you know, I had him come into our, in our, into our bedroom and I was trying to keep it down, but I was like, look, buddy, take them outside, have fun, treat it like recess, right? Like when you were a kid. Also, my wife throws it on mute. She's like, Well, you guys just stop it already? Or whatever. I don't even remember what she, like, she didn't yell. Oh she gosh. didn't yell. That was louder than what yeah. she said. But she got very stern with us, Oh, right? my goodness. She got very stern with us. And so I was just like, get your daughter, or get your kids, out- or our kids outside, go play, get out of here, you know? So, but that was really it. I mean, for the most part, they're doing great. They just have those. I think, like, any other family that's dealing with kids at home right now yeah. and they're working from home, uh, they have those moments where you're just like, man, I wish I could send you to the playground or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, for the most part, though, they're doing great. There's no no big issues.
1: I know. Definitely f- starting to feel um, kind of the the edges are getting a little thread pair on, on the family unit. Yeah. Um, like our boys – have really short fuses. Like they'll go from really good and I mean it was always this way, but now it's just that much more where it's um you know, they'll they'll be fine and then all of a sudden they explode. Yeah. And all of a sudden I realized yeah. that my fuse is shorter and like I'm blowing up, yeah. right? And then Erica is on the phone with customers, you know, trying to take um policy information and she's got Three yelling dudes out in the living room, uh, <laughs> yeah. trying yeah. to have like dominate control. I, I don't know. It's yeah. like everyone's gunning for alpha all of a sudden, um, and then the dog is in the corner, like getting excited and <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> right. Maybe someone will play with me. I'm like, no, go away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely. I didn't realize, and it's one of those things you, you kind of know it, but you don't realize how important having your family and your kids and, and, um, my wife and I getting the opportunity to interact with people outside of our core family, you know, nuclear unit is so important to just well-being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that's, I think that's something a lot of people are beginning to really feel as we're in week, you know, two or three of, uh, depending on, on how this started for you of, um, of kind of the social isolation and distancing and um and yeah dan dan is uh uh, a barb barb says it's all quiet at her place except for dan snoring so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey jeff good to see you guys too oh man a couple other people jumping in hey we're glad that you're here with us but uh
0: Cody, Cody jumped on this week before oh, yeah. the end of the night.
1: Hey, yeah, Cody, Cody caught us. I think the time change caught him off guard yeah. last time. He was there on time for something an hour later. Uh,
0: we miss you, Cody. We um,
1: man, it is, I don't know. It is, it's one of those things you look at life and go, man, I've got to do this for another, another month. You know, the, another three, four weeks.
0: If not longer, if not longer, the school's out now. School, so, yeah. Where we're from in South Dakota, they they've called off school. Yep. So they're down yeah. there too.
1: And, and it it's one of those like, how okay, how are we going to how are we going to maintain? You know, how are you going to keep keep saying? How are you going to? Um, are you going to stay firm? How are you going to not not lose your cool with the family? Um, you know, there's already there's already been been cases of of. Um, Uh, kind of an uptick in mental health and mental health care Mm -hmm. around the world. Um, On the plus side, pollution is way down. Uh, Have you seen the pictures from, I think it's pictures from India, where in some of the major metro areas where the sky was always gray. You could never see the horizon. And people are taking pictures. and It's just gorgeous blue skies going to New York. And there's there's squirrels all over the grass.
0: I think they did that in LA too. Someone did a picture of like a before- and then, like a few days after, like the, their quarantine started, and then, and then now, like three weeks later, four weeks later, whatever it's been, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like perfectly blue skies. It looks like California, yeah, like what we all picture California to look like, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's it, it's nuts, it's crazy, but um, I don't know, man. I here's the th- here's the thing with all of that, though um, it, it makes it makes you realize how important the social interactions are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how important um, that community life is, and and not doing doing life alone. Uh, and we're actually going to have a conversation with a guy who did he is he working on his PhD in that or is he? Uh... I
0: believe so. Yeah. Okay, so yeah.
1: working with a friend of ours who's working on his PhD in essentially like church community life yeah. and loneliness and um, uh, kind of the the church friends, and so. Um, he's actually going to be joining us in two weeks. Uh, yeah. Buddy of ours named so, Jake Thurston,
0: Jake Thurston. Uh, he's pumped to be on the show with us, which is weird. It's like, we suddenly have guests. <laughs> that's so that's so random.
1: Oh but- <laughs> yeah. So, so he's a guy that, that used to be on staff with, and yeah. now uh, Good friend. he yep. is now at IWU, uh, where we both are Indiana, Indiana Wesleyan, Wesleyan, where we yeah. both went to school. Yeah. Uh, and he's, um, on staff out there working with, um, working with their programs and, Uh, And then next week, we've got Nurse Julie, who's part of our lead team and is a uh, lead nurse here in town for St. Al's. And she's going to be joining us next week to talk about um, uh, just kind of uh, COVID and the community and how we can be part of that, how we can help uh, and and what life looks like um, in the midst of all of this. Uh, and and what life has looked like life has looked like for her and her team on the front lines with healthcare because she is manning one of the clinics or leading one of the clinics that is doing the uh, doing frontline testing here in Boise. Um, and so she's got a huge um, uh, a huge heart for that and a huge um, uh, kind of a perspective or a unique perspective that most of us don't have. Um, So we're excited. We've got, uh, so next week, uh, nurse Julie, uh, Julie Dallinger is on and, uh, in two weeks is Jake Thurston. Um, and
0: you know, what's funny about all this. What's that? So, you know, they always tell you like in seminary or in college, like they're like, you know, there's going to be things that happen in the real world that we just can't prepare you for. Yeah. Right. We just, there's just no way. (laughs) Yeah. They, uh, they never told me I would be like talent acquisition. You know, as a multiplication pastor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like trying to get people on the by the way our live cast, yes. like that's that's not something they they train you for. Uh, no, you know? no, they don't. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. There, there, uh, there. A, a a buddy of mine that we're trying to reach out to. We're going to do a Casas Perdidos trip. Yeah, yep. Uh, God willing, right in in December, and uh, going to try to get him on the show so he can talk a little bit about their ministry and mm-hmm. how all of this has affected. Uh, Building homes in Mexico, Guatemala, Nicaragua, the Dominican. So hoping to get uh, get him on in a few weeks. I feel. I feel. What is what is that? Because I, I don't know enough about show business. Is that is that called talent? Yeah, is a, a talent buyer. Talent buyer. That's yeah. what
1: uh, Peter does.
0: I'm putting that on my resume now, as a sign. <laughs> the the duties other duties as a sign, sign? Yeah. aka talent buyer. Uh,
1: Jackie was asking how, what we thought of the earthquake. Oh, um, we talked a little bit about that last week. Yeah. Um, we had two earthquakes, uh, and they were separate. We had one yeah. earthquake that had some aftershocks and then another earthquake where it just happened a few just days happened.
0: ago. It was like, excuse me. It wasn't even an aftershock. a couple shock. days ago. It was, yeah, it was, it was like a whole another whole nother separate event. earthquake, four point something.
1: Yeah. And, uh, so that makes four
0: earthquakes yeah, for well. me
1: now. And, uh yeah I'm in that ballpark. our uh, I'll tell you our family's doing well and it was kind of surreal and and, and weird and it's kind of one of those things like hey the, we got you know got to experience an earthquake and actually felt it move it's kind of a cool thing to say but our dog is nuts really? since then he has been clingy and skittish and <laughs> just out of sorts oh man um <laughs> so our dog is not responding what's that Oh, yeah, he's like right here all yeah. the time, just <laughs> right there will not go away but um yeah it's it's a little weird to be you know having i I had a buddy of mine posted um that he was gonna go and and buy uh uh lamb blood to paint over his door, yeah. you know because we've <laughs> we've we're having earthquakes and pestilence and yeah, <laughs> it must be passover yeah. something's coming. So actually it is Passover started on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So happy Passover. Um, (laughs) Their dog doesn't care. I don't know if your dog's too small to realize there's anything going on. Kathy.
0: Our dog is a Shih (laughs) Tzu. She has no clue what's going on. Oh man. In life in general.
1: Uh, (laughs) So one of the things I, I I know we want to talk about is with the the whole idea of community. um, It's really important to stay connected. Uh, and I know that, that people are struggling uh, to find new ways um, and it, continually like finding new connecting points. And um, all of a sudden, you've got family members who are Zooming uh, or Skyping or FaceTiming or Discording or whatever your video platform of choice is uh, who don't talk to each other, you know, but a couple times a year or every couple years. And all of a sudden, they're having like weekly... Convers- my, my wife's family is now having a Sunday afternoon uh, video call with like all of the cousins and grandma and well, OK, a bunch of them. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it, which is just nuts. Um, my kids are on like a daily they do a daily lunchtime call with a bunch of other kids uh, with my dad's church. Um, and I know Lonnie, our worship guy, was telling us about how. You know they've got family that they don't see but every two or three years and now they're having phone calls or skype calls every week with them yeah. too um, and there's just this need for connection and this need for community um and, and we realize that as as a, a church body like uh, we're called gathering right gathering away, and part of that is getting in the same room with people or getting in the same space as people and now all of a sudden um like this is as far as getting in the same room goes as is us who work together and you know are on staff together get to be in the same room and everyone else is there commenting (laughs) on by the way feel free to comment if you've got questions or if you've got uh, got thoughts Uh, feel free to post it because we want you to be part of the conversation because otherwise it's just us um, talking at each other and uh, we're more than happy to do it but we'd rather have you guys jump in and so with that we we kind of realized that we need to up our um our community our virtual community game a bit um so that's why we're doing things like this but we also are going to um we've got a couple other things going on so we've got a um now i'm now i'm wondering if it's if it's going is the women's group going on thursdays if i say it now will it happen (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Pressure's on. we Eric have got a we jeans. have got a women's group that has been meeting on Thursdays, uh, and they have been talking about making that happen uh, over Zoom as well. And so I'm going to say that I'm going to schedule it.
0: We're going to put some pressure and uh, on.
1: we're going to put some pressure on because uh, it's an awesome group of women who get together. And my wife is like furtively texting people now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so if you'd like to be part of that, and here's the thing, here's the beauty mm-hmm. of online is you don't have to necessarily be Boise-centric, right? Yeah. I mean, you can be Boise-adjacent. You could be anywhere, really, as long as the time zone works for you. Um, and so if... Anything we talk about, if you're interested, we would love to get you information on how to jump into the calls, um, jump into the Zoom conversations. Because uh, we used to, we a couple times we just put the information out there, and apparently that's a bad idea now because people like Zoom bomb and do horrible things on your screen. And yeah, don't do that. Uh, so uh, now, if you'd like to be part of what we're doing, uh, you can uh, private message. Uh, us at Gathering 208 or myself or Kellen, and we will get you the information. But um, so there's going to be there's a women's group that talks on Thursday nights. They've been going through a book by Bob Goff, um, which uh, was, it was phenomenal. And I think they might actually kind of be midway through that. But it's still, it's one of those things that you can kind of just jump in. Uh, and then we have got uh, a guy's discipleship group that has been meeting on Saturday mornings. Um that we've still got a little bit of room left in the discipleship group. But then what we're gonna do is we're gonna go every other week and Kellen and I are gonna teach a Bible study on Saturday morning at ten AM. Uh that'll be ten AM mountain time. And that'll start uh not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Right. Uh which is the fourteenth, I think. Um mm.
0: wait, what the thir-
1: the eleventh. <laughs> <11th. laughs>
0: Be the eighteenth. The eleventh. The eleventh. We're doing discipleship, right? And then the eighteenth. Yeah, no, this week is the eleventh. Yeah, the okay. Sorry. No, Get you're our right. calendar right. The
1: eighteenth. So Saturday the 18th, <laughs> yeah. Kellen and I are going to be starting a uh a Bible study that it will be live on Vimeo, or sorry, not Vimeo, on Zoom. And you can jump in and be part of that. Um and we would love to, to have everybody uh, be there. Open invitation, uh, you just need to get the, the link to the Zoom room from us. Um, Dan says that his doctor is doing his appointments online. What's that? Oh, that's Barb. Um, yeah, that, if anyone's ever done the online doctoring thing, I think it's awesome, I've only done it once. I did it once when I needed some antibiotics for um, like a cold last year, but that was awesome. So, uh, Delaney would love to have you part of, well, the ladies would love to have you part of the women's group. Um, so that that's kind of what's coming up. Um, we've got a women's group that meets, we've got a a men's discipleship group that meets on Saturday mornings that has got some spots left. And then, uh, an open-ended as many people as want to come. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl or anything like that. Love to have you jump in. And that is, uh, starting Saturday, um, the April 18th at 10 a.m. Mountain Mountain time, time. (laughs) (laughs) man. That's a lot of information. I got to get through it.
0: We will
1: post about that um, and get you the information on how to uh, get access to the room. Um, So we'd love to have you join us. But uh, some of the things I know that have been, you know, there's this idea of community and there's this idea of um, of fear. And I think that more and more people are starting to realize that we're kind of in this for the long haul. And that can, that can uh, bring about a lot of fear. It can bring about a lot of uncertainty. It can be um, maybe not even fear for everybody, but I, I, would, I would beg to guess that there's anxiety with, with most everybody. Like there's some level of anxiety about this, I I know I was starting to feel it this week. On um, was it Monday? I think it was Monday. Man, I was just in a funk on Monday. Like didn't want to do anything. Uh, would stare out the window, <laughs> right? And was just like, just honestly, was probably kind of starting to venture into some some depression territory. And, uh, wife and I had some conversations and I had some conversations with some, some people that I, I talk with and, um, and it was just one of those, like needed a bit of a heart check because it, it all kind of had started to get to me on Monday. I don't know how, I, I mean, have, has it, have you been feeling any of that yet with this? Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a little different, right? Like, mm-hmm. Eric and I are introverts. You're an extrovert. Yeah. My wife is an extrovert. Um, so most people are like, Oh, introverts, you want to be home all the time and do nothing and just be at your house, Mm -hmm. which isn't exactly true. Um, I want my alone time to refresh Mm. and as of right now, I'm not getting alone time to refresh, right, Erica? Erica's not in her head. (laughs) So I'm not getting alone time to refresh, except uh, a friend of mine in Sioux Falls, Amy, uh, started a, I don't know what you want to call it, like an exercise group, just to accountability. Like our buddy Lonnie did that, right? Uh, It's it's just like an accountability group just to get you outside to ride your bike, go running, go for a walk, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Monday, I started riding my bike again, and last night I rode my bike and that 40 to 45 minutes, give or take, um, where I just put on some worship music and just go for a ride until basically my legs are dead. Mm -hmm. Um, that's helped me refresh. So I've actually been kind of better. I think this week, uh, because I had that time. Don't get me wrong. I love my family, but I need that time kind of on my own. Right? Like, so Introverts, we're probably feeling it a little bit differently than you extroverts. Extroverts are like, Oh, I don't get all that community anymore. You know, it's just me and my family, you know, whereas introverts are like, ah, oh, it's just me and my family. You know? So <laughs> yeah. why is it? Everybody's just, Oh, me and my family. No, that sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys, <laughs> but <laughs> I like other I'm going to get home tonight. Lots are changed. Yeah. Um, no, but my wife understands that she gets it, you know, like last mm-hmm. night I, I, you know, I checked with her beforehand. So last night I, I said, Hey, can I go for a ride? Do you care? And so she was like, no, go ahead. And, you know, um, but that that's, that's helped me. But I mean, I'd be lying if I'd say there aren't times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is driving me crazy. You know? Cause even I still like to be around people, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Well, so I mean, what do you see the value with, uh, with getting out like that. I mean, what has that done? What has that done for you? Well, you're making that shift.
0: There's studies that show like even some minor exercise, right? Some sort of physical activity helps. Uh, I don't know if you want to say clear your head. That's not the scientific term for it. Right. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, I hear you. it makes you feel better. It makes you feel refreshed. It releases stress and that's not even like, overly strenuous activity. It's as, I mean, as simple as going for a walk around the block, Mm. right? Like even my wife, I can't remember if it was this morning or yesterday morning. She was like, dude, I'm going for a walk, just going around the block. It's gonna. I'm going to be on 10 minutes before I punch in for the day. I just need to get my mind in a right place, which that walk, I think helped, you know, for her. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I think getting out, whether, and that, whether that's, you know, alone riding your bike or, walking with your family or what's beautiful this is why we love boise uh we live my family and josh's family we we both live like what quarter of a mile from the foothills yeah yeah not far at all it's right down the street uh so like this afternoon my wife took the girls out to seaman's gulch where eh, you might come across a few people on the trails but You can still be safe socially social distancing Mm -hmm. from people and you get out you can still go do something active as a family and for the kids we were just talking about recess uh, it gets them out gets them physically active because they're used to gym class and uh, music class and you know whatever else and recess three times a day uh, you know so to get them out of the house and get them physically active I I just think it helps relieve all of that you know from feeling like you're cooped up and um i saw i saw one thing uh wuhan right i I don't know if i'm saying that right so i apologize if i'm not um they just relieve or relieved their ban on being outdoors yeah and i saw they interviewed somebody who was like this is the first time i've been outside in 70 days (sighs) like I, I would like I would go crazy. Yeah. My wife and my kids would go crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think our roommate would want to live with us yeah, anymore. I think, no, someone's I think not Kayla making it would out. be out. I think she'd be done. Yeah. She'd be like, Yeah, I, I need a new group of people to live with. She might be thinking that now anyway. But uh, you know, seventy days. Like that's Gosh. crazy. You know, we're just three, four weeks into it here in Boise, you know, get, you know, depending on what job you're in, uh my company set us home this is my fourth week working from home now, Yeah, but some other places are on like week three, um, 70 days, man, that'd be, that's still a long ways to go. Well, it,
1: it, there's this reality that we're, I mean, we're made to do stuff, Yeah. right? Like we're made to be active. We're made to go out and, and, and do things. And, and it's so tempting to just fall into kind of this unintentional sloth state. Yeah. And I know I found it for me. Like, like we, you know, before all this hit, I mean, I had been going to the gym pretty regularly. And there for a while, you and I were going together pretty regularly, you know, and it was three or four times a week mm. easily. And now all of a sudden, I've, I'm like, I, I, I found I, I hate running I outside. Hate running. Like, I just kind of hate running. I hate running. Um, and, and I don't like doing workouts in the living room. Cause you always got like the kids or the, the dog. dog or the Theo. dog uh, <laughs> the would be trying to always. join in, you know, and get between your feet. And, um, it's, so then you end up doing it like way early in the morning or way early or way late at night. And you're just, all of a sudden you realize, man, it's been a week and a half and I haven't, I haven't done, done any kind of exercise. Right. Uh, and so I went out uh, this week and, and raked the yard, right? Like dethatched the yard. Um, which by hand with with a hard rake, because I'm, I'm a sucker for punishment apparently, but there's just this need to get out and and do something and be active. And I think, I think a lot of times we forget that. And and all of a sudden there's this piece of us that just feels like it's missing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even for us introverts, right? Erica, like there's still a huge benefit in community, Right. Like introverts, it's not that we don't like people. It's not that like, we don't like being around people. We absolutely do. So this is, I mean, it's hard for us too, you know, as introverts, not just you extroverts, but it's just, yeah, it's different. It's 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 really hard to kind of figure that out. And I know like the Zoom calls are good, but, you know, being in person. Well, Lonnie, our buddy, uh, who's a key, well, he's on our leadership team. He's a key key volunteer right now. He's helping us uh, well, when we could, uh, he was helping us lead worship. And I know you guys are working on a few things, Mm -hmm. uh, to put out, uh, for that. But, um, uh, what was he, (laughs) what was he just saying? Um, my mind's going blank. We were just talking about it five minutes ago before this all started. Now my mind's going blank. (laughs) I don't remember, man. (laughs) This is the problem with doing this at seven o'clock at night. I've been working all day (laughs) and now my brain is fried, but, um, Oh, man, it's skipping me. Hell, I thought you'd help me out. <laughs> I, I don't really, I, I don't even there. know what direction you were going with this. You were right, you this. sitting right where Erica is. Oh, well. It's uh-huh. no big deal. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying, man. That's all right. I don't know where I was going with that.
1: Uh, well, I, hey, um, for those of you watching, post what you've been doing to, uh, to keep yourself active. Keep yourself active. You know, has it been... Have you been doing?
0: Lonnie was listening in. Where are you at, Lonnie? Comment, <laughs> he, he, man. He doesn't Save know. Me.
1: He doesn't know what you're trying to Save say me. either. Uh, comment what you've been doing to stay active. <laughs> if it's been getting outside or doing housework or yard work or uh, doing some kind of online um, like group exercise thing, like let us know. I'll let other people know because it's incredibly important to to keep yourself doing something. Um, we're we're made to to do stuff. Um, one of the verses that's been kind of on me on my heart this week has been 1 uh, first Thessalonians uh, chapter one verses two through three. Uh, it says, we always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. We pray for our God and father about you. And we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And so there's this, um, there's the, this thing where he's, he's ta- talking to the Thessalonians, right? And he says, we, we thank you for your faithful work, your loving deeds, and in your enduring hope, and I think that's something that um, those are three things that we we need right now, right? We need we need uh, faith, right? Faithful deeds. We need love. Those those loving works. That might have had those backwards, but uh, and then um, and then we need we need hope. Um, and um, you know, I'm just reminded that we're in the midst of all this stuff, like you know, COVID uh, is, is contagious, right? And that's why we're all social distancing. That's why we're all, um, you know, locking ourselves away and, and now having to deal with this new, this new reality, um, right now. And then, uh, fear is contagious. And I'm pretty sure anxiety is contagious and, and we can just, everyone's just kind of this ball of nerves and, and, and it getting raw and raw as you go through life. And, um, raw 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 that's a hard word to say but uh more and more raw <laughs> more and more raw there we go and uh <laughs> and, and and all of that's contagious right like we it see it in high. our family like if i have a bad day then all of a sudden eric is having a bad day and all of a sudden our kids are having a bad day and the dog has no idea what to do with himself right and um <laughs> I think we have to remind ourselves that um, hope is contagious too, right? Like living and spreading hope is contagious. It's something that when we actively put it out there, other people get it. Mm -hmm. Other people sense it. Other people experience it. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, socially communicable hope. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of this reminder.
0: Well, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, right? Like when you're in person, do you always like to be around the people who are super negative? Always like, like you remember the skits on Saturday night live, Debbie Downer, with <laughs> Dratch, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they're at Disney world and they're like excited to see Mickey. And she's like, did you hear, you know, <laughs> the roller coasters <laughs> killed 5,000 people last year. And it's like, Why and she's like, you know, well, you don't, you know, we love those people, right? We still love them, but it gets hard to be around them. Right. Uh, cause they're always spreading negativity. They're spreading, you know, disasters and fear and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Um, and now, uh, I mean, social media had a, had a bit of this aspect before, right? This isn't new to social media. Uh, but, over the last, what would you say, like four, five, six weeks, give or take, mm-hmm. right? Depending on what part of the country you're in. Um like you can't scroll two posts, three posts, four posts without something, right? Like, yeah. uh and there are some funny things out there, and there are some uh like uh uh Krasinski doing the the spread good the news good, or what's the it good called? news network some good news, right? Some good news network or something right, some yeah. good news network. Uh, which is amazing I love watching those videos they're about 10 15 minutes I love watching those videos um, oh the first one
1: made me cry
0: because they're like uplifting right they, they are uplifting. they're so
1: they're so positive, they're and, so it's just positive. Like, and I get a little weepy when people are like positive and it involves kids and then they bring and in, in a kid and, and, and they do like, that was in <laughs> Hamilton right yeah yeah yeah
0: so uh, where I'm going with all that though is like as Christians are we? supposed to be the ones spreading the fear, the anxiety, the worry and Mm. all that. Or are we supposed to be the ones that are spreading the hope, the love, the good news, right? Um, I bet if all three of us and those, those, those of you that are watching, uh, or listening, I bet you could scroll through your feed and in two seconds, you'll find a Christian who's not spreading hope. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And, I hope I haven't done that right now. As I'm sitting here saying it, I'm like, gosh, I really, I hope I'm not one of those people that when they go to my Facebook, they're like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy, man, he's spreading some fear and anxiety. I hope I don't. I try to spread good things. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, so, you know, when you're, when you're reading that, that passage, that's what I was thinking of is like, okay, what of my friends that I know are professing Christians? Um, what are they spreading? You know, Mm -hmm. um, and I, I can tell you, I, I know there's been times I've scrolled past it, and and I get it. It's because we feel that hope, or not that hope, but there's times when we feel that fear, we feel that anxiety, mm-hmm. like you were just talking about a few moments ago. Um, but it's, it's easy to fall into that trap, you yeah. know. So
1: well, and it's 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 nuts because you know, I think a lot of people this this is becoming very real right now. Um, because all of a sudden it's gone from being oh there's all these people being tested or these people that have been positive to now oh I know somebody that's being tested mm-hmm. right like you and uh, you were telling me right before this happened that a pastor friend of ours is is being tested mm-hmm. right uh, for COVID and um, I was talking with a, a young adult um, and we she, her and I were having a conversation about uh, coronavirus like a week and a half ago two weeks ago and um, there wasn't a lot of worry she was kind of like oh you know it it I'm, I'm not sure it's as big of a deal as people are trying to make it out to be but then a friend of hers that she's really close to had to be tested and we were we talked on the phone yesterday and she's like you know all of a sudden this became this became really real yeah. like this is this is like legitimately has me worried and and is causing some anxiety and you just you're like I don't I don't know what to do with this information and I think this is where a lot of people are beginning it's kind of the rubber meets the road right it, it, we've gone from just social media anxiety and and media anxiety and kind of looking at the state of the world and the economy and people you hear about people being out of job out of work or or maybe you know people who are out of work maybe that's you and, and all of a sudden now it goes from just employment and and uh, financial burden to now, oh, I know real people, who who might be having to deal with this, mm-hmm. um. And and it's it's really easy to just buy into a message of, of fear at that point, and buy into a message of of just kind of being despondent and, uh, and but we have to remember that, uh, as followers of Christ, we are we are carriers of good news. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't mean that we gloss over or sugarcoat the realities of the world that we live in, but we can speak truth and light into those things, right? We can speak, we can speak hope and um, uh, the, the working of God and the, the, um, you know, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for, but just the, the wholeness of God into those situations um you know we were reading life without lack uh kind of be turn beginning of the new year mm-hmm. and i keep i keep going through just some of what um what that book talked about uh with finding sufficiency in god and it has nothing to do with with uh your your external situations mm-hmm. uh and this is really putting some of those truths to the test
0: yeah uh, you know, and we're in our Holy Week, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's ever a week to share the hope of Jesus Christ, like, I mean, that's any week, that's any day, right? Yeah. But Easter Week is like our Super Bowl week, right? Like, this is the the week that you know Christ, you know, goes to the cross, dies for our sins, and imagine, like, we talked about it with Dan uh, on, on Saturday in our yeah. discipleship group, right? Like you've got this thought who, if you're his disciples at that time, you've got this thought of who Jesus is and who he's going to be. And then he still dies on the cross that gruesome death. And then going into Saturday, right. That, that feeling of despair, I like speaking of fear and, uh, anxiety and worry and all that stuff. Uh, you know, we, we tried getting a little bit into the mindset of the disciples on Saturday morning when we were talking about that in our group. I I can't, I can't fathom the depths that they, they, they went to think, you know, thinking who Jesus was now seeing he's dead. They don't know. Like we talked about, we had the, we have the hindsight of 2020, right? We know he rises. We know he conquers death. Uh, but the disciples didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, uh, but for us today, um, you know, we have that hope, but it's not like a, Oh, I hope I get my stimulus check. It's a, it's a different kind of hope, right? It's a different level. It's a, it's a hope that we, we are, we're, we're sure of We're you know, we, we know with, without a shadow of a doubt. And, um, yeah, so I, you know, it's kind of one of those things that it, it, the timing of everything right now is, uh, you don't want to say perfect. That sounds tone deaf, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it, there's you can take advantage of it. You know, there, there's an opportunity to um, to reflect and to grow and um, to see other people do the same thing. Where um, you know the as as pastors, you know, we've been saying for a long time that it's not the Sunday morning that. That makes someone a follow makes someone a follower of jesus mm-hmm. right it's It's not the showing up on a Sunday morning. It's not the the activity of getting your family and going to church that makes you a follower of jesus that's that's a a thing that we do mm-hmm. um, it's it's the way we live our life. it's the way we practice community. it's the way that we serve other people. It's the way that we uh we we disciple people. Um, primarily is is what makes us a follower of Jesus and all of a sudden that's being really tested Uh, Mm -hmm. especially when you it's like you can't you can't go to church on Easter Sunday and that for a lot of people and myself included in our family that's that's such a core part of who you are it's like it's Mm -hmm. it's Easter it's Holy Week like where why am I not why am I not in a church building you know, surrounded by uh, by by people that I worship with every week, and um, and we're having to realize, you know, what it was never about the going to church, and it's really making you realize that the relationship that we have with Jesus, it looks a little different than we thought it was going to look like, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's the same thing that the the disciples went through, you know, kind of at, um, with the re- the death and the resurrection of Christ was their relationship with jesus looked different than they thought it was going to they followed him for three years uh and and had been learning from him and all of a sudden in in a week their whole perspective on who jesus was and what the relationship to him looked like which just flipped on its head
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think a lot of people um as christians are going through that right now you know it's it's really hard to just kind of casually be christian when the casual things of Christianity have been taken away. Yeah. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't just show up, right. Cause there's nothing to just show up to. Right. Um, and it really makes you kind of dig in and dig deep and go, okay, where am I rooted at? You know, where, where's my faithful deeds at? Where's my, where's my loving work at? Where's, where's my hope, um, wow. communicated from. So, um, I think that that's kind of a a reality that a lot of us are realizing we've got to, we've got to really take a serious look at, okay, so what did Christianity mean to me? Um, Even as a pastor, you know, I'm having to go, okay, so what is, what does my job really mean? You know, what is, what is, what is my role now that there's not a, uh, you know, a, a service, you know, to plan for, or, uh, um, or, you know, people to go out and, and, um, you know, run into, or I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a tough reality.
0: I'm trying to think of the word I was looking for. Um, let skipping in my mind. Um, one of my professors, Dr. Kana had talked about, uh, in, in a pastor church and world class that I'd taken with him. Um, you know, a lot of times we tend to think that we are just pastoring our church body. Mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's not just our church body though. It's our community at large. My mind is going blank. <laughs> what that word's called? Um, it's whether whether or not people come to our church oh. or not. We're pastoring the entire community. Yeah. To, at once. You know what I mean? Gosh, a word is skipping my brain right now. It is.
1: That's like the third time. This today, thing is it's not right. a steel
0: trap right here, um, <laughs> but you know, like you and Erica had made—I don't know what you'd call America—they were like not the headbands, um, but like clips. I don't know what you call it for the nurses yeah. and the doctors and stuff. Headbands, headband headbands, and
1: these, yeah, they—they uh, they had little buttons on the side to hold masks right. off your ears, yeah,
0: right. And, I mean that—that's, I mean, Julie yeah it comes to our church mm-hmm. you know and is helping us plant the church but the rest of the people she works with don't right but that mm-hmm. was ministering to them and their need um was it was there there was something else i thought you guys had also done um obviously we did the laundry buy down and you were only able to go there because of situation um obviously with everything that came up but well, i thought there was something else besides oh i know i was gonna say I mean, you went to you went to Julie's and brought her like I think flowers and cookies mm-hmm. or something, or right? And Clorox wipes. And Clorox, Clorox wipes. wipes. Yeah. I mean, there's different ways you can, as a pastor, right now, um, that we can love our church and our church body, but not just our own congregation because ours is very small right now. Uh, but there's there's other ways that you can love your community uh, without violating. <laughs> laws and social distancing rules, right? Putting anyone at risk. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, I think for pastors, yeah. What I think I've been encouraged by on social media at least is uh, seeing how quick the church has responded to um, the different, do you want to say difficulties in, in the way that we minister now, right? In the way that we uh, serve our church body and our, in our community at large. Um, now are there, are there certainly, uh, pastors and Christians out there that I would disagree with the way they're handling things? Yeah, there are, you know, um, I don't think, uh, putting together a group or gathering together a group of 2000 people is wise right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would, I would personally disagree with that, but, uh, I don't want to get into the, the politics of all that. Right. <laughs> so I'll stop there. Um, but I, I, I think overwhelmingly what I've seen um, online is just been, it's, it's, it's been amazing. Uh, church that I used to be on staff at ransom church. I love what I've been. I, I love that church anyway. Right. So this is, I'm very biased. <laughs> um, but um, that I notice how like in Sioux falls, what they're doing this week, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota is they, uh, are going to different, like, I guess you'd call it landmark sites around Sioux Falls. Uh, but then they're shooting a, a video and kind of correlating it to what Jesus went through during this week. Right. Mm-hmm. So each day they're releasing a different, it's like a three minute video, five minute video, whatever it is. Um, and that's been, I think that was really cool. I, what I've seen so far and I don't expect it to get any worse. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been amazing to see, but um, I think that's a great idea, right? You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't get, Ransom, for example, can't get their entire church body together this week for a Good Friday service and then their Easter services on Sunday, but they're still ministering to the people of Sioux Falls, the people who call Ransom Church home, uh, by feeding them with the truth, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, I'll stop rambling now. No, but I hope that all makes sense. <laughs> <A>
1: ramble <laughs> away, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I
0: think it it
1: just reminds me of um that whole idea of of are are you fearful? Are you anxious? Are or are you spreading hope? You know what are what are you putting out there? What are you what are you sharing with people? Is that you know people are watching right now. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're watching the church. They're watching um, people who that they know who've been who've called themselves Christians and going okay. So how are you handling yourself? Right right are you are you hoarding water are you are you hoarding toilet paper (laughs) you know or uh, are you uh, are you freaking out and and like diving into your 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 bunker with your five years of you know food supply or whatever or Mm -hmm. um, are you completely ignoring the situation and going about life and as if nothing is different Um, or are you finding ways to make a difference are you finding ways to impact people, mm-hmm. right, and not not spreading anxiety, not spreading fear, but but spreading this this hope and this idea of you know we can rally as a community, and we can make a difference in in people's lives. And a lot of times we just have to realize you know what it's one life at a time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and those small things can make huge just uh, huge impacts. You know, Julie got to to hand out those uh, those little headbands that were made, and. Um, He said that just the the staff there is incredibly thankful. You know, just something as small as not having a piece of elastic rubbing on the back of your ear all day makes all the difference in the world when when everything's chaotic like this. And so how can you make those small differences in someone's life? Because those all add up to an opportunity to share the good news and the true hope of Jesus with people. And coming out on the other side of a situation like this uh, with a stronger faith and a stronger uh, faith community because of the impact we are able to have
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you don't get to have that impact if all you do is worry about hoarding toilet paper and hoarding water and uh, make sure that my my little core group is huddled and taken care of and everyone else needs to uh, needs to just worry about themselves mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing that even on a global scale where you know there was there's we have such a an integrated um economy right there was countries that were were saying we are no longer going to ship out any kind of ppe equipment right no no masks no gloves anything we produce we're going to keep in house and all the other countries are like yeah but we give you this and like there's this there's this mutual sharing and when that breaks down the whole system breaks down Mm-hmm. And we find that within our own, our own communities, right? Like we can get through this and this all works when everyone kind of shares what, what, what they've got and, and they become agents of hope and, and um, uh, hope dealers. I think there there's these t-shirts for um, uh, uh, celebrate recovery that would say hope dealers oh, on them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. but when we, when we take that role seriously, that it's good deeds, it's faithful works, it's it's spreading hope, it's it's um, interacting with each other out of love for one another, mm-hmm. um, then this works. But as soon as you become kind of self-isolated and self-contained, then the whole thing breaks down because every, somebody's got too much of something and not enough of something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you've got people who have too much of everything or you've got people that have nothing of anything and, and the whole system's broken right and it takes that just that free exchange um it takes that free exchange to make things to make things work uh looks like our stream is starting (laughs) to get a little buggy so uh if we if we begin to lose you sorry about that well any uh any parting thoughts before we go ahead and, and close this out um
0: yeah i don't i don't know We've said a lot, man. We, we have said a lot, you know, I, uh, it's so most
1: I talk all week long. All
0: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know if we're, it looks like it's getting yeah. buggy. We're yeah. going to, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we'll going to pretend,
1: up. we're going to pretend that it's working. And we'll wrap up as best we can.
0: <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I just think that, uh, as Christians, it's important that, you know, like, like we've been saying that, uh, we just continue to spread hope, continue to share the love of Christ, whether that's going to your neighbors and dropping off, you know, a few, few rolls of toilet paper, maybe some canned goods or, you know, something um, we all know somebody who is high risk in a, in the society that we're living in now with this pandemic. Uh, you know, I, I could list off five people right off the top of my head right now if I really mm-hmm. wanted, but, that uh you know due to you know their immune system or you know whatever it might be uh help them out you know just uh maybe save them a trip to the grocery store you know maybe save them a trip to the pharmacy uh you know whatever it might be um we're not really filling gas up as much anymore right? yeah so <laughs> you know try to help them out any little way you can maybe maybe it's raking their yard so you can get out and get some exercise you know, there you whatever. go um but yeah I, I just say just continue to spread hope. You can, continue to spread the love of Christ and yeah
1: yeah and I I think it's such a powerful thing to just always remember you know even when we're we're socially isolated we are still being watched Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're being watched it it gives you the opportunity uh, to share good news and to share hope uh, and to do good works not because people are watching you but because that's who we are Mm -hmm. that's who we've been created to be but because people are watching it begins the chance for, uh, uh it opens up the opportunity for conversation mm-hmm. and you can begin to tell the story of, of who God is in your life and what Christ has meant to you and the good news behind the way we live. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to wrap in a word of prayer and I'll let you guys, uh, head back into your evening. Those of you who've been with us, thank you uh, for being part of the conversation. But, um, Oh, uh, Dan says Easter service. So what we're doing for Easter is at 3 p.m. on Easter, we're going to have a Zoom call and we'll do a little bit of acoustic worship together and we'll do some prayer time and just a a little bit of a devotional um, just there in the middle of of your day. And so we'll have some information about how you can get on that uh, on our Facebook page. Um, And I think we could put something on the website as well. So I got thumbs up from that. We'll have something up on the website. But 3 p.m. on Sunday, we're going to be 3 p.m. mountain time. We're going to be getting together over Zoom uh, for Easter service conversation. So uh, hopefully we'll see you then. But uh, will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for um, for the opportunity to um, have a conversation and to uh, build community even in weird times like this and uh, where it's just – Two of us on camera staring at a chat screen, but um, as weird and surreal as it is, Lord, I, I I thank you that each and every day that we get to spread hope. We get to uh, share the good news of Jesus. We get to live a life that impacts people uh, because that's who you've created us to be, Lord. You have created us to do something with our life. So I pray that we will always be people of action, even in times when we've got to uh, stay home. Uh, pray that we will be people of action lord in your name we pray amen amen hey thanks for jumping in with us and uh hope you join us next week because we're gonna have nurse julie on and then the week after that we will have jake thurston uh almost dr jake thurston i don't know how close he is but i'm gonna keep saying that (laughs) all right we'll see you then
0: bye